Joe, how are you doing? Do you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. I'm turning our camera on. No problem. Hey, there you guys go. Wow, in, in living color. There we are. There, <laughs> there we, are. we are. Oh, my gosh. The COVID era has come, and we're dealing with it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. In the thick of it. I'm gonna, so, uh, my coffee's going off. I'm going to grab my coffee really quick, okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Kristen's getting it. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, so essentially, we're going to you know, kind of talk about, uh, I'm recording the session, actually, just want you to know. Okay. Uh, and a couple of things, you know, I know you guys are busy, and, and that's why I want you to know, kind of find out what you're doing to, uh, you know, to, to deal with the COVID as it is, as well as things that you've done with that, you know, before COVID. Um, you know, you, you've all been, uh, you kind of gone the gamut from the from uh, newbies to now you're now the mature professionals. I mean, uh, <laughs> maybe you're the you're the old couple in a group now, right? <laughs> I don't want to be known as the old couple. I, I like still being the young upstart. <laughs> well, that 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 passion never leaves. I'll tell you, you know, uh, it never leaves. You, you know, it, it, it's it's uh, you're you know, she's destined to put up with you for a long time. Let's hope. <laughs> so, what's going on, the two of you? Uh, well, we, uh, we had a really good year. Uh, we opened, I don't know how much people do know, we opened in 2009. And so this was our 12th season. Um, and each year has been better than the last, which I think is uh, a very fortunate thing to say. Um, we were located just north of Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, a couple things we're kind of known for. We've got uh, we've got, of course, like vanilla and chocolate, and we've got blue uh, ice cream, which is blueberry flavored. It's very popular at Kings Island, and yep. we're one of the only places outside of the park that you can get that. And um, we, you know, we've been continuing to grow, but then obviously we kind of hit, hit a little bit of a roadblock like everybody else this year, yeah. and uh, we did our best to try and navigate it um, and just kept making different preparations. I think I'm going to let Kristen answer like some of the sure. different things. We, that we did. Mm -hmm. So um, this year, just in terms of uh, like operationally, how we handled COVID. Um, well, just to back up for a second, when we opened the business, we were a walk-up business only. Okay. Have a drive-through. Um, a couple of years ago, we added a drive-through and <laughs> we didn't know that 2020 was going to hit, but uh, the 20. The drive-through did wonders for us in 2020. Sure. I was so glad that we made the decision to put it in because um, we would be in a much different position, I'm afraid, uh, if we didn't have the drive-through. So uh, we were very, very drive-through heavy this year, unsurprisingly. Right. Um, and then we put measures in place, sa safety measures in right. place. Right. Um, so we added a shelf for our guests. So when they get up to the window, instead of us just handing everything out, we place things on the shelf okay. for them to grab themselves. So we're completely contactless. Um, and then of course, you know, <laughs> what every other business has been doing, which is wearing your masks and your gloves and right. everything right. that comes along with that. But um, we've really tried to focus on, okay, so this is a unique year for us. What are some things that we can be promoting and right. really, you know, maximize what we can get out of this year? Um, so like Joe had kind of gone through some of the things that we offer, but we also, one of our big categories now is, so we offer Whipsy Whirls, which is where, you know, every, candy you know, like every place calls them something a little bit different, um, like a flurry or whatever you want to call right. it. 
we um, started a new category, which are our specialty. We call it our secret menu items, but it's our specialty whipped rolls um, where we've got just our own recipe of various combinations, whatever. Um, but it's ended up being a huge success for us. And in the COVID era, people are finding comfort food and <laughs> ice cream. And we are very lucky to be in the industry that we're in. Um, go ahead. Two, two things that Kristen uh, didn't mention for that we did do for coronavirus this year that I think were a huge advantage for us is one, it's, they're really simple to be totally honest. Uh, one is um, we, instead of just waiting for people to get to the window and okay. put their order in, everything that we do, we use Square, we love Square. Yeah. And um, because it's on that iPad, people actually were going outside in the drive-through and taking those orders. They still were wearing masks. Um, but then that way, instead of a car coming up to the window and like us then starting to help them, right. you know, as that car, it's yeah. like a small little thing, but as that car is moving forward, we're already onto that next order. Okay. But then the other thing that was really key that I think helped us tremendously was it's something, once again, really simple. We put our menu online and um, it sounds so like obvious and so easy, but we have talked even just like away from ice cream, different restaurants that we've been to where their menu's not online. And we go and, uh, uh, you know, we're driving there to run in, pick it up and then come back out. And we can't even like find that. But by the time we got to people's cars, they had our menu in their pocket that they were already going through. They were already finding out those items that they wanted. Uh, you know, it was immersive in the sense that like right. if they wanted to focus on a particular type of part of the menu, they could do that. And um, we had, you know, we still had the secret menu items that Kristen mentioned, um, but it was a huge advantage that made it so that, of course, this was a difficult year from an operation standpoint, besides everything else, but it made it pretty smooth and efficient. I mean, we were complimented on that regularly. Yeah, I awesome. think um, one of the things for a drive-through specifically, it's not like we have a, a huge parking lot where we can right. fit, you know, 25 cars. That okay. That's not our setup or situation. We're, we're a smaller business. Our parking lot is tight naturally. So um, we would have lines in the road this year. Um, and so because we were able to identify some ways to speed up the process and make it more efficient, right. uh, like Joe was saying with the, the iPads, um, people could pull up the order, or excuse me, the menu online. I think, I think our guests knew that just because they saw a really long line they knew it was still going to be moving Moving fast. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really important because you don't want somebody to, to say, okay, I'm going to go to like X business, right, right. be the line and then turn around and, or go somewhere else. Right. Usually once they realize there's a line, if they're in it, they're just going to stick it out and give you a yeah. chance yeah. to. Yeah. So the, the, would you say it was 60, 40 drive through the window oh, or I would say probably 80, 20. I was going to yeah. say 80, 20. Those are the words you took yeah. them right out. Okay. okay. Uh, drive yeah. through. Yeah. Because that's, you know, what we're seeing is, is what you've experienced is that, you know, those who had drive throughs and walk-ups, uh, you know, although they're the ones like yourself, you know, they, you know, this, to say flourished is probably a harsh term in this, in this time, but they did very well. Yeah. yeah. Those who had what I would call parlor or indoors, right. uh, they're the ones who had the greatest, greatest challenge. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we just today, 
uh, or yesterday we were talking and we drove by one of the, you know, frozen yogurt places where you build your thing and put it on the scale and so yes. forth. And I, I mean, we've got our own, I, I'm sure people listening are, are that route anyways, but um, you know, we have our own opinions on that as it is, but uh, like we were looking at a shop just, was that today or yesterday? It was yesterday. yesterday. And I, we were like just staring at it. They were still open and I felt yeah. so bad for him because I just can't imagine a scenario right. where anyone's going in and going to those places. In and the times of COVID. At, at, right now right, right. with it being a buffet style and all the spoons and you have to go inside and stuff like that. And I was like, this has got to be so hard for him. if not detrimental and just shutting them down. So yeah, most, most, most of those type of operations that we've worked with, we've done some, some carts with them, you know, where they can take yeah. the retail experience and move out on the sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, or, or they've done some uh, non-cart. They may make, tables with uh with kind of bring that ordering process again the tables outdoors and then right. so that you know the retail the customer comes to the table the clerk's behind that and they walk back and forth right uh, uh, but uh but certainly so on your menu uh transition how what did you see different this year versus last year because of covid or things that you you plan how did you did you adapt to that on your products um, specifically the biggest thing that we that we did the biggest yeah. change that we did was all cones were flipped over into cups since okay. we were completely contactless um and we had the shelf in drive-thru and the majority of our business is coming through drive-thru right, right. Uh, we placed all cones into cups so like we didn't do the traditional let's right. hand the cone out the window and grab it um that was our biggest i would say oh by far i mean menu for for a couple of about probably six weeks, we didn't even offer cones, you know, like yeah. that, that blew people's mind. And we definitely had some people that were upset, but they would. And we were still trying to navigate correct, what yeah. COVID was, right, what is right. the seriousness of the situation? How fast is it spreading? How is it spreading? I mean, we didn't know anything at the right. time. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I would also say, you know, like we look at our menu very closely and know what are the profit items. Right. The big, what are the big sellers and how can we maximize profit from those sellers? Um, and how can we create more of those things? Exactly. And so um, I, I do think that we've over the years, but this year was a big year for the secret menu items. Right. Um, over the years, we've really tried to focus in on those specific items and creating new items like those that are bigger profit items. So you get more bang for your buck. Yeah. Right. Right. or, you know, per guest or per car load or whatever. And, you know, for us, like, uh, George, I know you know this about us, but like, we're very active on social media. So right, the next question, we, yeah. we, we would already be like, people are at work, they're at home, uh, they're working from home and our Facebook and Instagram, if it's not daily, it's six times a week. And um, we would have uh, really, I mean, I hope uh, photograph, you know, Right. Well taken photos that are going to help sell the product before they're That's even true. on our on our parking lot. And so they don't need our menu. They, they might be the first car in line. They might be the 25th car in line or whatever. And they already know what they're going to get. Um, we keep it even in a year like like 2020. Yeah. We like to keep it interesting. Um, right. People visiting us on March 3rd 
as far as our menu, it's going to look differently than June 3rd, which is gonna look differently than September 3rd. Um, there are different things that we do that are seasonal, different things that are for the month, that are for the weekend. And uh, we always try and keep it interesting. And that definitely extends to social media as far as keeping people engaged. And then um, as it relates to this year, uh, there were some items that we didn't do that we were going to. And there were other items that, um, kind of did take off the secret, like, like Kristen said, the secret menu really took off. And I think it's because, um, we placed it well on our online menu. Um, people were, they, I think they had a little bit extra time to look at what they wanted versus, you know, if they were that 10th car in line, they can't see our, I mean, you know, it's not like you got this long menu. That's the length of a building or something. And so, but the people, it wasn't everybody, but I would say, um, what would you, as far as Artie knew about the online menu, probably 60% by the end. Yeah. Of the year. I mean, it was like a pretty big oh, number. Really? That's good. But the other thing that we changed too is we've never had the secret menu on our website before. Right. We've always had it advertised in the window, in the walk up window, uh. and also the drive through window. And so um, we redid the website uh, to focus two on years ago. Yeah. I'm right. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. And, um, and we added a whole section about the secret menu. And I think with it being in front of people's faces and they're in their car, they have more time to look and read right. through and decide what they want. I think that helped with the sales as well. You yeah. keep talking secret menu. Is that is that something that you change up? Is it a unique uh, thing that you do? Or what would be a, an example of a secret menu item? So like one of them, um, we we will you we'll come up like so a traditional like flurry like Christine, right. there, it's beyond just those we've got some that are sundays some that are okay. let's take a flurry for example so you know you might have somebody visit and they might get a reese's pieces flurry we call them whipped whirls which right. are very popular but for the secret menu we've taken that and we've put like a little twist on it so it's adding an extra ingredient or two extra okay. ingredients Okay. In that instance, we've got one called the ET. And so okay. it's not just Reese's Pieces. It's also got a pump of chocolate syrup in it mixed around. Or there's one that like our staff has gone nuts for this year and it's called the next level. And so like pretty much everybody that's probably listening to this has some iteration of a um, Oreo milkshake. Right. The next level, however, is an Oreo milkshake with vanilla syrup added and malt powder. And so it's like mm. a premium version it's of- yeah. So it's like a premium version of like, everybody's got an Oreo milkshake. We've got something called the next level. And there's right. like a little bit of um, like a, not a story, but there's more to it than just like Oreo milkshake, you know, right. like right. Right. Uh, there's like excitement around it. Yeah. Well, you're, you're creating a story and, and you're, you're putting a story that, which gives value. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's funny that we're using the word story and it, this actually connects, but like extending to social media on Instagram, we have uh, one of our buttons that are a highlight, right. one of the stories. We have one that is literally every single secret menu item that we have. And we've got this really talented girl on our staff. I mean, she's like bonkers good with like, uh, you know, graphics and stuff. Right. And one of her shifts, it was like, like a rainy night in May or something. I said, I want you to take this iPad and just play and come up with like a screenshot of like all of these secret menu items. And so she's, we've got a real, I mean, it's like professional quality for right. um, a, 
the ET, uh, an, another one for Cookie Monster. Yeah, um, there's just like a list. Of- yeah, oh I mean, 50 oh. of them or so. And they they look fantastic. And so people that are checking that out are going, oh, you know, like that's that's something. So, um, but it, it took off this year for sure. But I think a lot of places have, you know, specialty, right. like I said, we call them with D-Worlds, but it's right. like, sorry. Um, they have specialty items. I mean, I can come, I can come up with some just locally that I know that have those created. It's just how you promote them. Right. Right. The story that you tell behind it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The story that you tell behind it. That's, that's a very good way to say it. You know, I think, I think, you know, especially, you know, I mean, you've been doing this all along with the story and then with COVID people, like you said, it's comfort, comfort, you know, ice cream is comfort. And yeah. so with that comfort, then you're extending the story, which then, gives people something you know it, it's a positive distraction yeah because yeah, i think we a lot this year we... I, well i think most people they may not admit it but but they are looking for uh, a, a positive distraction with family yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and they really don't i don't think they necessarily think they're doing it but when they find a place like yours you know uh, and and you engage them in a very safe and secure way with you know it, it, it's, it, you, you, that's why the business grows and grows even in a time and that's why i think it's so amazing because uh, you know you can stand around and look at what's what what is successful and and a lot of people and, and did things uh, i know a couple of the chains that we do some work with that when it's hit in march and everybody starts shutting down their engineer teams stopped because you know they they it was all dying in and the next thing i know one guy called me back up and said we need to change this because we're going to go to, we're adding drive throughs and he kind of right. laughed and he goes, the, the, the first iteration drive through in this design is going to be kind of, kind of, kind of squirrely, but we're going to have drive throughs and then going yeah. forward. And so now what we're hearing is, you know, is, is the drive through is, is, is going to be, I mean, it's, it's without a drive through, you're, you know, you're, where you're going to be. But, yeah. I, but, you know, you've always, you know, the two of you have always been big on social media. So, I mean, it's, it's almost like saying, I'm not trying to, you know, it's almost like me insulting you because, the things that you've been doing up until March would have been done regardless. And it just, the COVID gave you a different twist. Correct. You still, you still promoted the way that you promote the last, uh, this is 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, you were saying earlier that um, I, I, I forget the exact point, but it made me think of it that I thought was noteworthy um, for why we had success. So, uh, like I said, we're located in Ohio and um, we we were kind of in a weird spot. We did not have to shut down, but we ended up, we you know, looking ourselves in the mirror and calling ourselves essential was like really hard to convince ourselves of. Understood. Understood. Um, and so like, I, I think our last date, uh, we took a pause in the middle of the year, which I want to say was like March 23rd. And when we reopened in Ohio, there were still a lot of things that were like, like totally shut down. Right. And we were in a unique position because we were one of those things that we are a restaurant. We were allowed to be open, but it was more of people weren't coming to visit us for like sustenance or they didn't need to eat ice cream to survive, but they couldn't go to a movie theater. They couldn't go to a concert. They couldn't do all these things, but they could go get ice cream. And, you know, I read somewhere that like how, how high the like national park um, attendance is up this year. Like everybody's outside and uh, ice cream kind of, we didn't fall in the same categories like national parks, but you could still toss everybody in the car 
go to a drive-through, everybody's wearing masks, right. we're keeping distance, get that ice cream, go and enjoy it. And it's something that you could get out of the house and enjoy. Yeah, I think it's a simple pleasure that, right. you know, <laughs> we all realized what we took for granted when we yeah. didn't have it anymore, but you could still have ice cream. Right. Sorry, I know there was a little bit of backtracking here, but it was something. No, that no, it, it, it is. It, sure, you know, so. kind of a combination of, like you said, it, it's still the family experience yep. that, that, that I think when you have time is a great a challenge. You know, uh, people go back. Number one, you can't you couldn't go see your friends as freely as you could. You still had your friend, your family and in your family, because of the circumstances, you, you know, you're, you're, you're able to do things, but you're under a limited scenario. So right. you know, I mean, I think you saw you saw in those cars probably, especially at nighttime, you know, families. However, you want to define a family in today's environment, but it, groups of family people that you are the affordable, you know, uh, alternative to going, you know, to the to the you know, to what's going on. And I think right. it, it it gives them time then to focus, you know, on themselves and not worry about you know because they're doing the same thing as a break, as well as you gaining. Because I think I think there's another thing that you guys probably know that your the relationships that you established with new customers this past summer are going to probably be very dynamic because they're going to stick with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had people like you were you going to say, go ahead, go, no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. We had um, many people visit us in masks, uh, keeping right. in the drive-through and so forth. And they told us, I mean, this is like verbatim. Mm -hmm. We are coming to you guys because you're taking this serious. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. We stopped going to the guys ac across town because I mean, even as late as August or something, they weren't wearing masks. I mean, something as simple as that, which we were yeah. doing in May, yeah. uh, yeah. April, whenever we yeah, opened up, we reopened. um, yeah, but you they, did, yeah. you know, that we've got, uh, hopefully we've got guests for life that are just like these guys, you know, yeah. During, seriously yeah we took it seriously during probably the most stressful scariest yes. year of any of our lives um we took it seriously and now all of a sudden we've got people that'll be you know hopefully visiting us for a very long time and yeah. then the people yeah. that were already visiting us um you know hopefully are seeing that we took this seriously yeah. and continue to keep going our way too so well, i don't think you know there was some there were some uh, there's some conversation or some stories on on uh what on tv or on news whatever about uh, you know some of the op shops were getting harassed by people because the, your the employees were wearing masks and you know and I find that a little uh, a little hard to accept. I mean I'm not necessarily a uh, um, I always, I'm, my middle name is Thomas so it gets me in trouble doubting Thomas. So but <laughs> but the point is is that the mask was, was a very integral part of what you do because you're there to serve the public. Right. And, and, and you're not there to create a political or, or challenging. You're not there to challenge your customer. You're there to to, to compliment or to, to support them in a time of, of great need. And right. so I, 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 it's kind of bizarre why anybody wouldn't do certain things in this particular case, wear a mask or, or, or gloves, depending if that's necessary. But why anybody wouldn't do something to benefit their business. And simply said, I mean, that's all it takes is you're there to take care of the customer. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely had, it's just been a polarizing year. Um, we definitely had guests that uh, yeah. received some pushback. Um, and but not because, like you were, of, not because of wearing masks, not because of us wearing masks. Well, no, but there was conversation right. uh, well, around the mask. And like you were saying, I mean, our, our, our team would come back in and, 
share with Joe and I, right. it, I mean, like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. You know, we can only be as safe as we can be and we have to look out for all of our guests. So it was not even a, an option. It wasn't a discussion. We, we took it. I, I, to my knowledge, I can't, I can't think of anything else that we could have done to take it more serious without just oh. not being open. Oh. Um, the two biggest things that we got, I'll politely say it as guest feedback on, uh, is one, like Kristen mentioned at the beginning, our probably our biggest thing to keep everything contactless was our, um, our we called it a, our service shelf. Right. And in our drive-through, we basically put every single item down on that shelf and then the guest would pick the item up. And there were a couple people, especially when we first got open, that were like, what's this, you know? And I don't think that they had really seen that with a lot of other restaurants or anything right. like that. But, that was A, and then B, and we haven't discussed it yet, but it was a big yeah. thing for us is we didn't accept cash uh, okay. starting in, it was before we shut down, right? We stopped accepting cash. We were credit card only um, from, I wanna say mid-March and we still aren't, um, you know, we, we haven't, and that went to tips too. So like, you know, uh, it's not like they're gonna be paying for college right. sold on tips from our ice cream shop, but, um, our, our, we wanted to take care of our team. Right. And so all of a sudden they couldn't receive tips and we knew, okay, well, we've, we can't like have it one way, but then the other. And so we ended up essentially giving everyone a, an, a raise per hour. We took okay. the, the two or three previous uh, pay cycle uh, tip rates and they got paid that throughout the year um, okay. because we were like, we can't, you know, have a tip jar out if we're not accepting no. cash. And like no. we can accept, we're okay accepting cash for tips, but we're not say, you know, okay, accepting it for like paying for your Sunday or something. So um, yeah, so that was, those were the two biggest things being the service shelf and um, being uh, cashless credit card. That, that's, that's interesting, you know, cause you guys, you're, you're, are you inside the loop or just north of the loop? We're just, we're just north. north. Yeah. You say you're just south of Kings Island. The, the yeah, we're like more east. Uh, yeah, we're like ten minutes from Kings Island. Okay. Yeah. Really. Because you know, even though you're not in Cincinnati, as you know, Cincinnati has got some personalities down there in media that that are very uh, uh, politically motivated and have a great great following. And sometimes you know the, the chit chat stirs up the, you know the the the, the crowd, uh, which is which makes good entertainment, but. But sometimes that stirring up, you know, like I said, you seem to be, you know, because Cincinnati had in the past was known for kind of an outlier in certain things and people would do things contrary. But as you as you just experienced, you know, you find most people in this environment, they're not out there to be contrary. They're just there to be to protect themselves, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the mask and, and I think the big thing is washing, you know, washing our hands. But. But the drive-through has always been good. The, the menu blend has been good. Uh, you're, you know, again, I've been to many of your your, your uh, seminars at the uh, the restaurant association on social media, and, right. and it, it's kind of like to me. I, you know, I was thinking of you last week. That's why I want to reach out to you. And I was talking to another operator, and I was, just, you know, she was talking about, and she's new, but you know, she's talking about some things that they've added. And she was a mobile operation, and she opened up a store. And, you know, in the middle of, 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 you know, she was in business two years and COVID hit and, you know, they're looking at uh, open up another store. Now she's got, you know, some other people behind her, but she's telling me the same thing, you know, that you're telling me is that, you know, social media uh, and for, you know, you and your wife, you know, you and your lovely wife there, 
how better can you go to market than with the tools you've developed, the two of you developed since 2009? Oh, I, I, it's we, I mean, we don't know a, a different history, but I can't imagine opening our ice cream shop in 2003 and not having Facebook and Instagram right. to like, you know, I, I, I mean, my goodness, you've got a sandwich board in front of, in everybody's pocket, you know, they're, right. they're walking around with it. And I, I don't know how we would be successful without it. It, it just seems like if you were to tell me, like I started on some alternate universe and social media is not a thing, I'd be like, I don't know how we're going to do this. You know, you can only be so, you know, you can only do so much right in front of your store right, uh, right. or at your store. Right. But if you've got somebody that you can talk to that's within driving distance and, you know, they go a little bit further out of their way right. weekend or something like that, that's gold. So well, don't you think that's what made uh, the ice, your, your, your segment of the industry, the retail ice cream store fun for you guys, because you have creativity to the, to the max. I mean, you, nothing to hold you back. Just your yeah. imagination. It allows you to build a character, yeah. a voice for your company. Yeah. Now, the two of you work the store primarily, or uh, you don't do other, another job, do you? I mean, right. No, it's, That's correct. Yeah. So yeah. How, do, how do the two of you deal with being around each other so much? I mean, <laughs> That's a great question. We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. That, <laughs> there, there are, there's, there's there, a lot of I'm sorry's. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, that's good. It's, it's, uh, you know, everybody that everybody <laughs> like has like some type of like work experience and, um, you know, you can't go into the proverbial office and be like, man, my wife and I got into this huge fight last night and you can't come home from work and be like, you were not going to believe this jerk I was working with today. Like yada, 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 because those people are the same people. And so, uh, <laughs> I think that that's probably the one of the harder parts is that you don't have that sounding board that you've got for the opposite, the other half of your life to go to. Um, and then the really hard thing is, you know, like for us, I mean, we might have different responsibilities, but all in all, like it's 50, 50. Um, and so having to like talk to somebody, talk somebody else into like an idea or something like that, um, can be a challenge, but we also, you know, although we're similar enough, we also bring totally different attributes to the table. And I think it has absolutely allowed us to have success. There are definitely things that Kristen is like light years ahead of me that I, I could stop to focus on and I still wouldn't be as, as good as her at them. And uh, it makes it so that some of my weaknesses that I can definitely self-identify we've got somebody that's in a, you know, a leadership position that already like exemplifies all of those. So it makes sense. Nice. What would you tell a couple getting into and what words of advice? I mean, you guys, like I said, you've been at uh, you know, what, 11, 11 years now going on 12, I guess. Mm-hmm. How, how would you counsel somebody that's doing what, you know, getting into this and, you know, and as you know, most couples, uh, you know, what you're doing is 24 seven gig is uh, nobody teaches you how to put, you know, to be patient like that. Yeah. Um, we actually, one of our former employees was interested in opening up a coffee shop with her husband. Um, so we hopped on a zoom call with them not long ago and kind of, you know, it's a different product, but it's still 
you know. Um, so we went through some of this actually. And, and when like we were getting ago. off Ooh. the call, we were wrapping up our conversation, made questions around business plans and stuff like that. I, I said, I, I need to talk to you guys about something because I, I want to be real with you about the challenges of owning a business with your spouse because they are legit. Um, and it's great. And there's, when you reach a milestone or a goal that you've been working towards, it's so great to be able to experience that with your business partner and also your life partner. But there, there are a lot of, um, bumps, bumps and discussions along the way. And so I think the biggest piece of feedback that we've received that we shared then with them was, Okay, so if you have, can you say the numbers? Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you have something that you are discussing, right? Each person needs to rank the importance of that item one through ten, and okay. be honest. You gotta be honest. You gotta be yourself. honest. And if the other person outranks you, it it goes to them. Like, and you it goes can't... to their opinion or whatever right. it is. Right. You can't always say like, "Well, this is a 10. Like, you know it. it Keeping yourself in check, you know, if uh, we want to change the, you know, the color of the napkins from white to brown, you know, right. it's not something, I, I mean, I don't really think anybody's falling on their sword over that, except for, you know, maybe the napkin suppliers, but, okay. um, but if it's, you know, uh, hey, I want to, I, I want to put a, uh, a, get by an outdoor TV to be our menu right. that like people will see pulling up well that's obviously a bit of a bit more of a discussion you know well how how important is this for you well for me it's a four okay well for me it's a seven well seven auto automatically okay, so wins like we're and, doing and we'd still talk about correct. it correct and flush it out right but, um that's something that has helped us but also like i said like sometimes <laughs> you just need to say i'm sorry and yeah. have patience with the other person right. joe yeah. and i think and process things totally very different. differently. Yeah. Um, and it can be frustrating for both of us because we just don't always think like the other one. Uh, and that can be hard and tiring also. Yeah. But um, in the end, I think it makes our business better. Yeah. Because yeah. Coming from it in two different ways. Well, um, you, you know, your customers look at the two of you and you, and you get it. I keep telling people don't realize the value that a, you know, a, a team like yourselves give to your customer. I mean, they see consistency, they see, they see maturity, uh, even though he's not always mature at the best times, but, but, <laughs> you know, and, but they see somebody, you know, they see a couple that, okay, they, you know, they, they can trust. I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. I mean, this, this whole menagerie of what's going on today is, is because there's a lot of trust that's being lost. And I think, right. And, and, you know, and that relates to pricing. I mean, don't you agree? You know, people keep telling me about price. You know, they ask me about how, you know, how much I can't charge, I can't charge this. And I've always said, if you make price an issue at your store, if you make price the issue, then price becomes the issue. But if right. you if you make all these things that you do part of the value enhancement, then the price that you charge for something, you know, because many of us get into business today, don't seem to really fully accept how to mark up things. You know? and, and, and markup is, you know, cost of goods is not always just the ice cream and the whipped cream and the nuts. It's also, it's also your time. It's, it's the good, it's the, you know, the entertainment that you put into it. 
Right. And I, I would also add to that, um, just in terms of the value of the experience, yeah. I would add the importance of having a good staff and yes. a friendly yeah. staff, especially, especially for an ice cream shop. Right. Um, we get comments and we have since we've been open about our staff yeah. and it makes me really proud. We go yeah. through a pretty rigorous um, interview process for, you know, like a high school job, but it allows us to get really good people and friendly people and helpful people. And that also, I think, adds to value in people's good. mind. And okay. I just can't speak highly enough about that because I think it's really important yeah. for experience. Yeah, we we set a, I mean, we set a very high bar for like, yeah. Anybody, I promise you there, as far as like uh, the whole interview process, the application and stuff like that for a minimum wage job, like I will gladly say that we're in the top 1% of like what we're looking for. Right. There are probably some people that are like, are these guys serious? But we don't do a lot of babysitting during the season either. Right. You're we get some people that come in and they are like, they're ready to work, they're excited to work. And then once we get these really talented people, I think we do a very, I mean, it's from me, so I'm sure I'm biased, but I think we do a very good job of taking care of them. Like yeah. we are a yeah. sought after position and that pays dividends. Like they've got younger brothers and sisters. They've got younger friends that like, you know, they tell them like, this is the place you want to work. Like right. they dread the off season, not because they don't have a paycheck coming in, but because they don't get to hang out with each other as much at, at their work, you know, like they're right. excited to do that. So it's well, nice to as uh, there is chatter on social media too from parents and yeah. the employees themselves yeah. about the business. So that's just, you know, a second degree okay. of social media that it's not like we're spending time doing that. It's just a really great experience that people have had personally that they're wanting to talk about, which yeah. we totally appreciate. We, we try <laughs> and make it fun. We try and have fun. I, like I said, I'm, I'm of course biased because it's my business, but I, I really think that our team members, like they enjoy working there. Right. They have the time, they make friends that are going to probably, they, they either continue friendships that they've already got, which is obviously a plus plus for everybody, or they make friends that I, I genuinely believe are going to be like long-term friendships. Yeah. And that, we hold um, them accountable. I mean, yeah. we don't, we set a lot, we have a lot of rules and they have to follow the rules, mm -hmm. you know, otherwise like it might not work out. Yeah, right, right. They have to be hard workers and they have to listen and pay attention and be kind and friendly. Yeah. So you excited um, about next year? Yeah, really, yeah. I, really excited. Really, ex I, I'm, it's weird because um, now that we've got, like we're in our off season to look right. forward to next year, like I know how, um, how fortunate we were for 2020 to work out the way it did. Like, I mean, March of 2020 is probably going to be the scariest month of my entire life. Right. Um, right. more, you know, for everything, but definitely including our business. And now that we've got an off season to look at it, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if 2021 will go as well, you know, as like things like let's pray, everything starts getting a little bit closer to normal and, right. Right. we can start doing things that we were doing up until February. Are people going to like be running to so many other different things that, um, you know, maybe ice cream gets put down at like the ninth or 10th or 11th. Yeah, like we don't really know fun. what to expect. So that no, is no, that no, I, I've got a true. little 
you know, I don't think that we're going to like be going out of business or anything, but um, is it going to be as much of a jump from, you know, from 2019 to 20? Is it, are we going to be flat? Are, are we going to be up even more? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Um, so, and, you know, we're seeing, you know, with your store, with the walk up and drive through, you're, you got, you know, you're poised for either or. Yeah, uh, right. I think, and, and uh, uh, you know, I think, you know, we're, they're, you know, they're talking about the vaccine and everything. And I think, again, like any other store, you know, it's, it's also one thing we forgot to talk about is weather. I mean, uh, so the weather, we had a decent spring. So if we have another decent spring, and uh, I think I think if, if it's a neutral or, or better, then you're going to win. If it's a neutral or lower, you're still going to win because you still have the right package to provide you know, people. So I you know, I don't think anybody would imagine, I mean, I'm, and I'm not asking you, but I, I believe you probably had a, a year that you, now that you're looking back at the sales, you're probably going, wow, we did that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't want to get into all the numbers, but like, no, no, I, no, no, no. I pay attention to them very closely. Um, I started probably three years ago paying attention to them by the week. Like, obviously, there's differentiation from like June 21st from one right. year to the next right. as far as Sunday and Monday, but um, weekly, uh, I, I like to think of it as like a win loss record yeah, and yeah. outside of, if we were open this year, we went, uh, we lost one game versus last year, right, like one right. week we were down right. compared to last year, if we were open. Um, and then for the year we were up 30%, which yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. You know, I did, I would not have woke up on uh, January 1st and January 1st, 2020 thinking like, yeah, we'll be up 30% this year. No, no, oh, and then like, when you talk to me about in mid-November, I'm sorry, mid-March about everything with coronavirus, if somebody would have said like, here's the deal, don't worry about this, you're actually going to be up 30%. But we were closed for five weeks of the season that we right. normally be open and you're right. still going to be up 30%. Right. I was like, what? Yeah. You know, so. So I, I think, you know, you hit it on the head. There's a lot of optimism. We're seeing, you know, for next year, I, I'm right. looking forward to seeing you guys next year. And, and you're probably ready for a break anyway, right? With the holidays and yeah, whatever that break looks like. Uh, we a little on a personal side, we've got um, a kindergartner and a first grader now, and awesome. so we kind of feel like empty nesters in a way. Like, yeah. like yeah. for the past seven years, we've had somebody like at home, at home, like that needs our attention, and like now that they're both at school full time, we're like it's a little quiet around here. Like I'm, I'm really excited for Christmas vacation so that they're home for a couple of weeks and uh, we get to spend more time with them and, you know, do all kinds of stuff as a family. So, well, and that's what, you know, that's the thing we all, we try not to forget about, but it is about the family. I mean, as much as your, I mean, your business is is serving the family, but at the same time, you have your own family and, and, and I'm sure your lovely wife likes to spend time with you and your kids. I mean, uh, and, I, and I don't say that because yeah, the fact that I know, you know, you know, that's what we all strive to do. I mean, you know, my, uh, my lovely wife, Nancy and I are looking for Katie. You remember Katie, you know, she got married in December and now she's, she's with a child and, she, and her due date is the first of March. So, oh, so we're, this is our first one. So we're oh, again, so exciting. It is exciting. And we, and, you know, even in all the turmoil, the, the, the excitement, uh, the refines, the point of the conversation, you know, I, I kind of said this is about talking about the, the best, you know, ice cream in, in the world, which means, uh, and somebody said the other day, have you ever tasted the best ice cream in the world? I said, no, I keep trying, you know, the point <laughs> and, and that's why these conversations, because it's, it's, it's not so much about the ice cream, as you just said earlier, it's about the total experience. 
but but the children you know I, I come back to the kids the kids you know the children make everything right yes and i hope we you know and that's the thing that 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 i have found in my you know my daughter's 29 and my son's 26 and you know and uh and i finally realized a couple of years ago that 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 neither one of them are mini me's uh, you know they have their own ability to make decisions and once i fully grasped that it, it became an additional joy uh, because now i realize here they are going on you know, and katie's having a family she you know she got married in december has her child is due in march so our son's got a good you know so because of what's going on as you know with your two children I wish you the best this holiday season. And thank you so much for all of your time. I know you for a precious time, but uh, look forward to getting this out there and I'll send you the link and, and uh, let's look forward to next year, guys. Thank you so Sounds much. Good. Thank you so much. Thanks thank for thinking you. of it. Have a good uh, Christmas. And we'll thank talk. you. Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.